Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, March 5th. I'm Shayla Farzan, in for Wayne Pratt. Ahead, the rapidly narrowing Democratic presidential race is coming to Missouri, and supporters of Joe Biden and Bernie Sanders believe they can make a play for Missouri's 68 delegates. Whoever our eventual nominee is, we better be united behind that person because uh, we should be uh, focused on a goal, which requires political maturity. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum examines who has an edge in the upcoming Missouri primary. First, the news. A former South St. Louis alderman has been charged with mail fraud for allegedly using campaign funds to make a mortgage payment. As St. Louis Public Radio's Rachel Littman reports, Larry Arnowitz made his first appearance Wednesday in federal court. Arnowitz did not enter a plea during his brief court hearing and was released without having to post bond. He is accused of withdrawing money from his campaign account and then mailing a check to his mortgage company, though he faces just the single charge. The indictment says Arnowitz regularly spent campaign contributions on personal expenses. If he is convicted, Arnowitz, who is 66, could spend a maximum of 20 years in prison, but a sentence is likely to be much less. Arnowitz resigned from the Board of Aldermen on Tuesday. His next court appearance is scheduled for March 11th. I'm Rachel Lippman, St. Louis Public Radio. Meanwhile, the head of Bi-State Development says a new security agreement will improve safety for public transportation. It was signed last week and is supported by St. Louis City Mayor Lida Krusen and St. Louis County Executive Sam Page. Speaking on St. Louis on the Air, President and CEO of Bi-State Development, Toby Roach, says metro security is his number one priority. But he says over-policing is not going to solve issues. Clearly, we were kind of headed in a direction that wasn't working before. Um, There was more actually police and arms on the system back when we were having our worst situations. We had too many people policing the system, not people securing the system. Instead of relying on police, Roach says Bi-State will add more fare inspectors and security employees. A new networking event will help St. Louis musicians, visual artists, and writers strengthen the local arts scene. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, the first semi-annual event will be held today and will allow artists to learn from each other and build community. The event is called Business Hours, and it aims to connect creative artists across the St. Louis region. The semi-annual gatherings will feature panelists who will share how they establish their careers in St. Louis. Organizers say the event will help artists obtain business marketing and other expertise and build their careers. Video artist and music promoter Louis Couture's created the event. St. Louis does not have a lot of industry here, which is why you see Um, a bit of the brain drain of some of our most talented people feeling the need to go to other larger cities where there are already established resources for them. The Business Hours event will take place at Tech Artista. Another will be held by the end of the year. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio.
There are 68 delegates up for grabs in Missouri's March 10th Democratic presidential primary, and the initially crowded field is rapidly narrowing, setting up a two-way race between former Vice President Joe Biden and Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum examines how the campaigns are seeking to gain a foothold in the show-me state. Missouri Democrats will have 22 candidates to choose from when they head to the polls Tuesday for the presidential primary. Most of these contenders are either presidential dropouts or long shots, and the four candidates who have invested serious money and manpower to win the state are Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, Michael Bloomberg, and Elizabeth Warren. Yet after Super Tuesday, Biden and Sanders are the only serious candidates remaining for the Democratic nomination especially after Bloomberg dropped out of the race and Warren has struggled to gain much support. Before last Saturday, Sanders seemed to be in the driver's seat. But Biden's huge South Carolina primary win and his success on Super Tuesday has provided him with a pathway to the nomination, even though he spent much less money than some of his competitors. Biden backers like Kansas City Congressman Emanuel Cleaver say the former vice president's momentum can be carried into Missouri's March 10th primary. You have to really, really work hard to uh, hate uh, Joe Biden. He is not a person that people hate. They may not vote for him, uh, but uh, there's going to be no passion to go and vote against him. Even with Biden gaining steam, Sanders still has a lot of reasons to be optimistic about his prospects in Missouri. He nearly won the state in 2016, despite having much less money and institutional support than eventual nominee Hillary Clinton. Sanders also has lots of diehard supporters in all corners of the state, including elected officials like St. Louis Alderwoman Megan Green. The success behind Bernie is really that he's been able to build this multiracial coalition. And this coalition has transcended urban and rural communities in a, in a lot of ways and brought us together. And I think that's going to be the power that we see um, behind him going into March 10th. One important thing to note is that Democrats divvy up delegates based on how candidates perform. So it's not out of the question that Biden and Sanders could walk away Tuesday with similar amounts of delegates from Missouri if the race is close. Here are some things to look for. First, active campaigns will have to scoop up support from Democrats who are gravitating toward other candidates. Baldwin resident Chad Walton was backing Pete Buttigieg before the former South Bend mayor endorsed Biden. And Walton was on the fence before Super Tuesday, but he's now going to vote for Biden. Biden had no money, no ground game hadn't even visited these half the states that he won, and he wins because people saw in him a winner and who could beat Trump. And that's what it all came down to. An even more important question is which candidate can win the backing of African-Americans, arguably the most important voting bloc for the Missouri Democratic Party. Biden has prevailed in states with large black populations, Sanders supporters like congressional candidate Cory Bush, though, believe the Vermont senator has made headway. People said that he couldn't get the black community. Well, I've been all around the black community here and people are just all of, are just like, hey, you can't just assume we're going to vote for you. You have to do the work. One particularly big wild card is where voters in suburbs will go. Sanders won St. Charles, Franklin and Jefferson counties in 2016. Hillary Clinton won larger suburbs, including ones with large black populations like St. Louis and Jackson counties. St. Charles County resident Amanda Stagenborg's vote will depend on how candidates address issues like child care affordability and student loan relief. The time to stop 
talking at people is here. We need to start talking with people. I'm really waiting to see if that happens. I'm not sure if it could happen by next week. Regardless of the outcome on March 10th, Congressman Lacey Clay, who hasn't endorsed anybody in the Democratic presidential primary, says that supporters of all candidates need to focus on the ultimate goal, defeating President Donald Trump in November. Whoever our eventual nominee is, we better be united behind that person because uh, we should be uh, focused on a goal, which requires political maturity. Although most of the attention on Tuesday will be on the Democrats, it should be noted that Trump will also be on the ballot when Republicans vote in the Missouri primary. He's expected to win all of the state's delegates without any trouble. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Fred Ehrlich edited that piece. The executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio is Shula Newman. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Shayla Farzan. And from the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to sustainable and sound conservation of the state's forests, which support more than 41,000 Missouri jobs, resulting in a $10 billion industry. Choosewood.com.